grab a full clip I pull up then I'm shooting motherfucker getting rich Go ahead and get this money all about them chips When you pull up with the venture nation go always getting rich He a shooter, he a shooter Just watch out he maneuver All finger phantom blowing gases like we do it Bully season in them trenches waiting on the movement Target on sight, bullet drinking, busting through him He a shooter, he a shooter Just watch out he maneuver Some reason, but it's your boy Chris Sweezy, man, back in the building again. I am feeling well, can't complain, can't complain. The sun is out, birds is chirping, man. Everything's looking lovely, man. Everything's looking lovely, man. Ah, uh, back here with another episode of Battle Rap Blogging. Shout out to the Venture Season Network, Steelers for Seven Podcast. Nick and 30 podcast, Steelers for, not Steelers for Seven, Bitches Season podcast. Shout out to all those guys and their shows, man. Go follow and listen to all of those podcasts as well, man. But let's get into it, man. Today I'm going to talk about no Ho- the No Holds Bar 3 event that went down this past Saturday on Caffeine TV. Uh, I'm going to talk about each battle in detail at this um. On this podcast, like I said, on the blog. Um, yeah, shout out to all the females that battled over the weekend versus Diesel. That happened the following day on Sunday. I'm going to get to all those battles. I'm going to get to all those battles, man. But first, man. Um, but first things first. I want to talk about Queen of the Ring as a whole, as a company, real quick. Because it seems like... Like, it wasn't that many people watching the event overall. And I and I, and I, I know why. I know. I, I was about to say I think I know why, but I pretty much know why. It's because of the promotion. They dropped this card, I believe, like, maybe like two weeks, two or three weeks before the actual event went down. And that was because I think it was either Jay Black or uh, it was another blogger that said they... They made uh, Debo drop the card when he did, cause I don't even think they was gonna um, drop it, drop the trailer when they did, which is crazy. Like you gotta promote these females, like Queen of the Ring. What are you guys doing? Like you guys got a, a an event coming up, one of your biggest events that you throw on Queen of the Ring, and you're not gonna promote it. You're not gonna let everybody know. I would have been talking about this shit months before. Like NHB, NHB is a real big event when it comes to female battle rap. It's, I'll say, uh, I mean NH, NHB is equivalent equivalent to like a known. You know what I'm saying? So those are big. Those are big cards. Those are definite big cards. And um, 
I feel like Kring of the Ring, they kind of dropped the ball on this one, man. Like, I feel like this should have this should have been on a promo run at a earlier date. So these so you could have more people watching this event because it wasn't really not many people watching this event like that. Even Vague was like, yo, we gotta get this shit trending. I don't know if they was trending on Twitter. Um at any time on Saturday on Saturday because I never went back on Twitter to check. But yeah, it kind of seemed like they had some type of urgency in their voices, and yeah, you could just tell it wasn't a, a lot of people watching this event, which was sad because this was—I don't want to say this was a, a good event. It was an okay event. It was a, an okay event, especially the uh, the last two battles that happened. They they really uh those battles are worth watching. The other the first two, not so much. Um. But like I said, we're going to get into all of that, man. Actually, we're going to get into it right now. Starting with the first battle of the night was Farrah Funeral versus Cedar Boss. Going into this battle, I had Farrah winning. Um, Going into this matchup, how I felt about the matchup, I just felt that um, now it was going to be a pretty aggressive battle. Honestly, because see the ball, she's very aggressive in her style, and Farrah Funeral, she could definitely get aggressive at times too. But I just felt like Farrah Funeral was the better rapper in this situation. So first round starts. Um, who went first? I think see the boss went first. She went first. She was cool, you know. She's still aggressive with the bars all in Farrah's face with the Thule out, you know. All that good stuff. I mean, it was it was a cool round, but it was just nothing popping out. Nothing I could go back to and be like, yeah, see the boss, that was fire. Her first round was just was just cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's she's definitely a rapper. You know what I'm saying? She definitely has flow, cadence, and all of that. Um, delivery, but she just wasn't saying anything that got me excited in her first round. So it was, it was a very beatable first round. Very beatable. And then Farrah comes out. She came out on fire, basically. She came out on fire. I was like, okay, this is the fair I want to see. But then we started hearing the stumbling. I was like, ah, I thought I thought Farrah got rid of that that choking bug. I thought she got really. I really thought she got rid of it. But she. It seems like she's still uh, having problems with choking on the stage. Um. Which is unfortunate because she has some fire material. Like the material that was actually coming out. It was definitely better to see the bosses. But unfortunately I just can't give her that her, this round. Because the stumbles. I got, the, the stumbles was just too much for me. Like I, I, can't, I can't give Farrah the round. Because her, her round wasn't clean at all. So see the balls wins this round by default. Second round comes. See the balls. Um. Very cool round once again. Like I said, nothing really stood out to me. Anyway, it was just a very cool, uh, very cool round. The aggressiveness is still there. Um, but like I said, another beatable round. Then Fair Funeral it was just more of the same, but it was worse this round. It was just more stumbling. Like it, it kind of felt like like she couldn't even get it. I thought at one point she wasn't even going to be able to get it back. That's how bad it was. Then in the third round, it was basically the same. Like, I felt like she couldn't even get it back. Like, at the third round, it was just, 
Yes, I think she just basically quit at that point because it was just so many pauses in between that you, I just got disinterested. I just got disinterested altogether, and it was just sad because the the material that she brought was definitely fire. And if it was just more put together, she would have won this battle clearly. I feel like she would have won this battle clearly if she didn't stumble as much as she did and choke. Cause see the balls. Her rounds were very beatable. It was nothing special there. She just didn't. That was just her. That was just the only thing she did good. She just didn't stumble or choke. So see the balls 3-0, uh, which is like I said, which is unfortunate because Farrah Funeral is fire as hell. But it's just a stumbling man. She's been dealing with this for quite a while now. She was even choking in that that Charlie Clips battle, which got like. A couple of million views already, I think. And um, she was choking in that battle. So she, it's, it's either she don't love battle rap anymore or they giving her too short of notice to write for these opponents. Whichever one it is, I hope she gets it fixed before we see her again because Yoshi is calling her out. Yoshi G is calling her out. So if she's going to take that battle, she better take Yoshi G seriously because... It seems like Yoshi G is kind of on a, uh, she's on a mission right now, 3 owing people. Like, I feel like if Farrah don't come 100%, she definitely going to get 3-0 out the building if she battles Yoshi G. So that's my take on that battle. Next battle that happened was Yoshi G versus Lady Caution. Speaking of Yoshi G, she was the star of the night, bro. She was the star of the whole event to me. Like, she came out on fire, very direct. She had actual points that she wanted to talk about. She touched on a lot of stuff in this battle. In the first round, first round, I think Lady Caution went first in the first round. Um, just, just nothing there to really grasp onto. I mean, you could tell, like out, out the first round, out the gate, you could tell she. She's trying to be Tay Rock to the to the core, bro. She's really trying to be Tay Rock, and um, I felt like in her last battle than I saw her like in that third round. I feel like like that was her best round, and I feel like that was her like that was the real Lady Caution. But it's like back in this battle, like she got back in that that Tay Rock bag, you know what I'm saying? But it wasn't really landed like that. Her bars wasn't really landed. So then Yoshi G comes out basically on fire, bro. Like her scheming ability is nuts. It's, it's, very, it's really nuts. Like the way she schemes. And when she schemes, she's, like I said, she's she's bringing up, she's bringing up stuff while she's scheming. Like she's, she got substance there. Like she's not scheming just to be scheming. She's scheming. While she's talking about other stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I like her style so much. And she had haymakers in this round. She had haymakers, bro. I think that's really the only thing that Yoshi G is really missing in her style is haymakers. Like, one-liners. That type of stuff. That, that's really all she's missing at this point. Because from this first round, she stepped up her performance. She stepped up. Her uh, aggression, she stepped up her voice projection as well, too. Like, she don't sound like she's, like, 
yelling like in a catty voice any, anymore. Like I can't really explain it, but it just sounded more aggressive in her voice. Like she sounded like she was on a mission. So I definitely clearly gave that first round to Yoshi G. Second round, um, Lady Caution turned up a little bit in the second round. Like I'm not even gonna lie. I feel like this round was a little bit closer. Even though Yoshi G in her uh, second round, she just went bananas again. Again, she went bananas. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like every other line, it was something crazy. Every other line was something crazy. Um, and I gave this round to Yoshi G as well, man. Like this, I mean, even though Lady Caution was a little bit better in this round, Yoshi G material was just head over heels better than Lady Caution's. Like there's there's no doubt about that. No doubt about that. And third round was just uh she just tied the bow on the whole battle in the third round when it comes to Yoshi G because she started talking about everything from how she thoughts and how people talking about how her thoughting ways and all of that. And she used the scheme with it as well. Like she she is so creative now. Like, she is super creative with her bars, man. Like, she's probably, like, one of the most creative female battlers out there. I'll say 40s at the, at, on that list as well. But Yoshi G, she is very creative when it comes to her bars, man. And like I said, she got the haymakers. She was, there was more haymakers in this round, too. Like, she just stepped up everything. And everything, she took up, she took everything up a notch in this battle, which you love to see. Love to see Lady Caution. I don't think anybody really cared at that point <laughs> what Lady Caution was talking about. I mean, she has some things. She has some fire lines here and there, but it just, she just wasn't doing what Yoshi G was doing. Yoshi G was just on another level, and she really showed out. She really did show out. So I got Yoshi three. Yoshi G with the three O body bag. Yeah, this was a body bag. Sorry, Lady Caution, just, you just probably going to just go back and just retool everything you got. Maybe you got to change up your style because what you bring into the table is really not it. So, 3-0 Yoshi G. Now, Prestavia versus Diesel. This battle was another body bag. <laughs> it was another body bag, man. Pristavia is so fire, so fire. She she's my favorite. She's about to be like one of my favorites to watch, bro. She's about to be one of. She's about to be one of those people that I really want to see the most. Bro. She she is her rapping ability is far beyond. Well, I won't say far beyond, but she, like I said, I said this before. She is better. Than the four horsemen. Like, I don't give a fuck what y'all say. She's better than the four horsemen. Like, maybe A War would probably be the only one that could probably be it, but I think she's better than Saga, Street Hymns, and, uh, this is somebody else. Street Hymns, the Saga, and, um, Loso. There we go. Damn, Loso. Yeah, I think she's better than all three of them. I think she's better than all three of them. I think A War is the only person. That can probably win against her because Award <clears throat> with his uh Award with his uh rebuttaling ability and freestyling, that's the only reason why I say he could probably beat her. But she is the best Christian battler I've seen so far. And it's interesting because in the first round, 
in the first round, she uh she goes first in the first round. But she said the word nigga. Now, as a Christian, I don't think you're supposed to really say that word because that's that's a that's a that's that's profanity. That's that's known as profanity. So it's like, I mean, I mean, I guess it's the the historical context. This historical context there, you know, because we didn't us black folks, we didn't come up with the word. You know what I'm saying? So. That's what they used to call us, but we flipped it around. And we call, we call each other that now, and we don't even let white people even say it. So, I kind of get where she's coming from, but um, in the third round, she explained it why she used the word, because she, she basically said like nobody should use that word or should, and nobody should cuss or anything like that. But in the first round, I'm just breaking down the first round right right now. The flow out the gate, the well, not out the gate. The flow is crazy, but you know she started off like she, she always starts her round off like you know this. She's there's something she has to say. Like she's always talking real shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you have to listen to every word, or else you're gonna miss the message. You're gonna miss it. So she started off, you know, slow, but then she picked up the flow. Like the flow was nice as hell. Flow is nice as hell. Like the name flips are hitting with the diesel, you know, like, you know, all those diesel flips. Every single one of them was fire. Every single one of them was fire. And she had some gun talk in there as well. Like, like she kind of, she tried to flip it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I didn't bring gun bars. You know what I'm saying? But since I'm uh, some battler, I'm going to use it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So she had a couple of gun Gun talk, gun talk line, gun lines in there, and gun talk bars, and um, yeah, she just overall she did great in this round. Overall, just up and down, hands down, it was a great round. Diesel, on the other hand, um, she kind of used the Christian angle a little bit to uh, you know, you know, everybody's gonna use that the Christian angle against her because she's a Christian battler, so everybody's always gonna go there with the God talking all that. So she did some of that. Um, she just sounds boring overall when she raps. Like she raps with no energy. You could tell she's rapping like she's trying. She's she's rapping to memorize it. You know what I'm saying? Like you could tell she's rapping like that. And I just hate that type of rapping. There's like there's no. It doesn't sound genuine. It just doesn't sound real at all. So I I. Like everything she was like she she was she wasn't saying too much. She just she just wasn't saying too much. And she was stumbling here and there. So it's just like, yeah. Prestavia round one. Round two. Um Prestavia out the gate. The flow is great. The flow is great, man. She got she got mad flow. Mad flow. And she had a crazy broad skirt. Um, scheme as well, a crazy broad scheme. Um, damn, I wish I could have could have written it down, but that shit was crazy. It was crazy. Very aggressive in this round too. Very aggressive, and she uh, and she basically explained why she's like that <laughs> at the like towards the end of the round. You know what I'm saying? So overall, another great round from Prestavia. Um, Diesel, she had a cool Eminem scheme. It was okay. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't really 
oh, it wasn't really over the top, but you know, it kind of hit, kind of hit to me. But more, more of the same. She just sounds robotic. Like she sounds like she's, like I said, it just sounds like she's just saying it because she memorized it. And um, but she did kind of break down Prestavia's style at the end. Like I kind of like that. Like that was okay. But another, I gave this to Prestavia once again. Just overall, just better content, better lyrical ability. Third round. Third round was just a body bag. Third round was just an overall body bag. Like she brought up some some of the realest shit I probably ever heard. Like I'm like I'm 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 not even <laughs> bullshitting right now. Like she really brought up like some some crazy something really crazy that people don't really think about. You know what I'm saying? Like especially in that like that first the first part of her round when she was talking about that like that boy dying and she how she brought it all back to like Christianity and all of that and why you guys should be believe in God. Yo, I, I love this round from her, bro. She was just straight talking to Diesel, like on a whole other level, like beyond battle rap. Like she was talking literally to her soul, like, what are you really about? You know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? She just she just brought it back, bro, to a, and she just brought it all back to, to a crazy, crazy level, crazy level, and, um, that was just, that was it right there, but she did have jokes in between there, too, like, she can get, she can get funny, she really can get funny, but I think her best attribute is her flow, and, um, and you could just tell, like, she means every word she says, bro. Like, she lives and breathes her rap. Like, you could tell. And she you could tell she really worked on her craft. Like, I don't know how long she's been battling. But I think she said, like, I think she said in her, ba in her battle, I think she said, like, she had five battles already. So I'm thinking she's just only been in this bitch for a little bit. But it just sounds like she's been doing it for years. Like, it just, it, it just comes so effortlessly, effortlessly. I can't even say the word right. But you know what I mean. <laughs> you definitely know what I mean. So three O Prestavia, bro. Like she's about to be one of the top chicks. Like if she can keep this going, I could see her in a year or two really being like the most feared out there. But she just kind of keep this going. But it just it just become better. I th I just yeah I just want to see her with a more notable name. Uh, who does she be good against? What, what? Uh, who who would be a good matchup for her? I don't know, but maybe somebody like First Lady Flames. That would be fire. First Lady Flames versus Prestavia. That would be a real test for her. That really would. I think I like that matchup. I really do. But I want to see more Prestavia. I want to see more of her. So shout out to her. Like I said, she's she is creeping up to be one of my favorites. She's she's really creeping up there. All right, let's get into the main event. Forty bars versus KCJ. I'll talk about C three and Vixen the Assassin Lines, but we gotta talk about the main event, the best battle of the night. These two went back and forth on some crazy shit. This was a worthy face of female battle rap type of battle like this is how i imagine it 
I imagine it will go. Um, some personals here and there, both of them making their cases on why they should be the face of battle rap. Like, this was a very great battle. Like, this, this was a great battle. This was a very great battle. I'm saying that because they both came with great quality material. They both, I feel like they both gave it their all. And they both wanted to show and prove who was better. That's why I like this better. And there was some tension at the end, too. Ooh! I was loving that. It was a little tension. It was a little tension. Like, you could tell, like, they really was serious about who was the face. You know what I'm saying? So I was I was loving that right off the bat. Well, not off the bat, but at the end, I was loving that. But you could tell from the uh, from when they came on stage, it was tension there. Like, you knew that they wasn't going to even play around with each other at all. And I was loving that, bro. I was like, okay, let's get it. Round one, KCJ, KCJ goes. Rebuttal out the gate, bro, with the split wig. You know, 40, she came in with the Chanel outfit, and she had the split wig, the golden, and the, I think it was golden and black. Um, That was fire right off the bat. So I was like, okay, KCJ bringing the rebuttal game. She bringing the rebuttal game. Shit going fucking the same. But, um, yeah, from then on, man, she, her, she got a nice flow. She got a real nice flow. Like, once you got a nice flow, man, it, the bars just got to come with it, come afterwards, and the bars didn't follow afterwards. It really did. Like, she had some 40 flips that was fire. She had some 40 flips that was fire. And breaking down bars, like, her name and the way she brought it together, that was fire as well. And she had a... a <clears throat> she had a um my Omar bar, but I think it was kind of too soon. Him him being in an apartment and all that, but it was it was kind of fire. I ain't gonna I, I'm I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. But she did have a uh, she had one haymaker when she said I ain't stopping for shit. When she said you gotta take your son to McDonald's, <laughs> well, will you want to take your kid to McDonald's? But you got food at the crib, <laughs> so we ain't stopping for shit. That was fire, um, and she had a, a, a fire uh, big head bar about her and Jazz. I was like, okay, Casey J. She brought out all the tricks and tricks of the trade in the first round. So I'm like, woo, woo. This was a great first round for Casey J. Right off the gate, you know what I'm saying? Like she didn't let up this whole round. Like you could tell, like she was not coming to play, and she show improved. Forty, she responded. She responded to smack. You know about about her being the face, you know, making her case of why she should still be the face, you know what I'm saying? And Casey J, she had some words about uh about 40 bars choking, but 40 bars, she responded to that. But she was spitting facts at the same time, though, talking about the other girls in the Queen of the Ring. You know what I'm saying? Like for this round was her like basically like trying to flex on Casey J in a way, but like really like stating her case. You know what I'm saying? But she had she had um she had one little line. She said one by one like eleven. So I was like okay okay, like it was just a little jabs here and there. Like I feel like forty was like filling Casey J out. You know what I'm saying? So this was her lightest round in my opinion. And Casey J she came out with a strong first round, strong first round, very very strong. Like the rebut like I said the rebuttal out the gate and the with the flow throughout. I was loving that. So I gave Casey J. I gave KCJ this first round. Second round, KCJ 
She talking about 40 career. It is hitting, bruh. It's really hitting, bruh. And the performance, she upped up the performance in the second round. But the, even though she won the first round, like the performance wasn't the performance wasn't all the way there. But she had the bars though. The bars were there. But in this round, she turned up the the aggression was up, performance was up, and when she had like the substance abuse, the substance abuse talk, I was like, ow, okay. Like she was. Then she had the uh the four like she touched on 40 uh 40 bars son. She had that angle going like ooh. Ooh, she touching on she was touching on a lot of stuff in this uh in this second round. This was her best round cuz she was talking to 40. I was like, "Oh, I didn't think she was really going to take this route." You know what I'm saying? Casey J, she definitely surprised me in the second round. Like she was everything was up her her voice projection was up as well. And um like I said, the performance was up a notch. You feel me? So this was her best round yet. Casey J flat out did her thing in the second round. 40 bars. She was mad aggressive in this second round, brother. She was scheming. She was scheming crazy, but it seemed like it wasn't hitting in the crowd. But I was catching it. I was, I was catching the scheming, you know what I'm saying? Because she talking to Casey J at the same time while she's scheming. Like I think that's like a a Boston thing, cause Chilla Jones, he he kind of mastered that as well. Um, like she had the the anatomy body scheme when she was talking about the oh with the the fingers and the hands and the and all that, bro. She she broke it down crazy, bro, crazy. And she had a a, a weed bar that was nice as well. Like uh like forty. She just her her style is so intricate and just so precise, bruh, like, she knows what to say and how to push, she know how to push her message across while scheming, that is very, very, I feel like that's very hard to do, and the bird scheme was crazy, like, she was scheming the whole round, like, I'm telling you, bruh, go back and watch 42nd round, like, I'm not gonna be mad if people give KCJ this round, but 40 was scheming and talking to Casey J the whole entire round. Go back and listen to it. She had crazy schemes all over the place. She was, it was, to me, it was almost to a point she was wrapping circles around Casey J, bros. I gave, I gave 40, I gave 40 bars this round. I gave 40 bars the second round, even though this was Casey J's best round. I know that's crazy, right? That's crazy, right? But I feel like 40 bars. The bars won. 40 bars won. Her bars won this round. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I gave it the 40 bars. The third round, Casey J, she, she's she, like, when she, like, her, the, like, the, like, the first minute of her, like, I just kept thinking about, like, yo, why she sounded like jazz this round? Like it seemed like like the like the cadence like it seemed like to the point like she had to even like the cadence like jazz the rapper you know what I'm saying like she had the like the light round I'm still catching the body or something like that with the alien scheme UFO like that sounded like something that jazz would say and it was a whole bunch of other shit like at the beginning of the round I felt like jazz the rapper would say as well so I was like I don't know so like she kind of sounded like jazz at first like I feel like that her and jazz like kind of kind of wrote this round together, but she had, she had, she had okay-ish bars, but it was just mostly filler to me, to me it was, she had an okay J2 bar, like, we get it, uh -huh. but the, the E-Heart, when she got the E-Heart, 
Now that was kind of hitting, you know what I'm saying? That was kind of hit. Then the, that's when I felt like it was picking up steam when she started touching on E Heart a little bit. It was kind of hitting, you know what I'm saying? Like I just felt like it was just a up from whatever she was saying before. The, but the flow was nice throughout, though. I'm, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, the flow was still nice throughout. But I feel like this was definitely a, a light round to go out. I, I feel like she should have flipped. If she she should have did her second round with the third round, and she should have put the, her third round with the second round. She should have flip flopped those two rounds. Then I feel like she would have came away with this battle. But I don't know, cause this sound this this sounds like a second round to me. You know what I'm saying? This sounded like a second round to me, and um, yeah, I just felt like this was a very beatable round. Like I didn't expect Casey J to really go out like that. You know what I'm saying? But then we hear 40. She's still aggressive with the bars, man. And she's still scheming. The, 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 the schemes are not stopping. It's still going crazy up in there. Like, she had a camera scheme that was just phenomenal to me. Phenomenal, bro. She was just different. Like, you could tell she's different. And that's what she was talking her shit throughout that round. So, like, yeah, yeah, you're not better than me. Like, you got to you gotta really spit when it comes to 40 bars you really gotta spit because she just came with just just line after line after line at that point bro like she had a, a that hair scheme that hair scheme was crazy like her flow is just so unique that's why 40 is just one of the top females in this man she show and prove in this round why she is one of the top females and female battle like she had the nori teeth scheme bro like to just and that was a haymaker to end the round bro that was a haymaker to end the whole round like 40 really showed like there's levels to this with kcj kcj would have uh like i said i feel like kcj would have won if she would have Flipped her second round and put it with a third round. Like, then that would be been like a, a crazy, like, classic round if that would have happened. But I gave 40 this round, third round. So I got 40 um, second and third. She pulling out this battle 2 1. This off the second watch, too. I watched this battle twice. Um, at my first prediction on my blog, I said I had 41, and I got 41 in here again off second watch. She's just different, man. Like her bars, like her style is so unique. And you really, you really can't, you can't half step when you battle 40. You really, you really have to be super creative when you battle 40. Or you just gotta really hone in to really what you do best to beat 40. Because she's coming with straight bars and facts and she's scheming around what she wants to come. Like her message with the schemes was just. It's, it's just phenomenal, man. She's, she's a great writer, man. Shout out to 40. Shout out to Casey J. This was a great battle, by the way. This was a great battle. Shout out to both those ladies. All right. The last battle I'm going to talk about is C3 versus Vixen the Assassin. This battle here, was it was interesting. It was battle of the night up at, um this was battle of the night so far before the 40 bars and the KCJ battle happened because this was the first fight that we seen everything else been people who been females either stumbling or getting bodied. This was the first back and forth that we seen. So 
this was a, a pretty good battle. You know, I watched it over again, second watch. And it was, a, it was a pretty good battle watching it back. C3, first round, came out swinging. Like, she did it all from performance to bars to stage presence. She just had it all, man. Lyrical ability, flow, going in and out of shit. Like, talking to talking. Like, she had it all, bro. She brought it all, all in the first round. And I feel like Vixen, like, she had some shit, but it wasn't. It wasn't as good as C3. C3, she just brought it all. She just she brought more to the table than Vixen the Assassin. Even though she had some shit here and there. But I just thought C3 brought more. So I gave her the first round. Second round, Vixen turned it up in the second round. This was a close round. Honestly, it can really go both ways. <laughs> no pun intended. Shout out to C3. But uh, no, I think she's just straight gay. I don't think she's bi. I think she's just straight gay. But uh, anywho... Um, you can either go with Vixen the Assassin or C3. Me personally, I choose C3 because, like I said, she's bringing more to the to the table than Vixen the Assassin. Even though she turned up in the second rounds, so like she she turned up the lyrical ability, the performance, the aggression. The aggression was definitely there as well. And um, yeah, overall she just she just had a great round. But I just felt that C3 was just a bit better. I just and then and the same thing goes in the third round as well. Like I just thought C three was just a bit better than Vixen every round. Like shout out to Vixen the Assassin though. She didn't come she didn't she wasn't no slouch. She most definitely wasn't no slouch. Um even though in the uh was it the first round she almost lost it, but she she got it back though. She didn't really choke, she just probably like lost her place. But um yeah. But um in the third round, it the third round was funny as hell from Vixen the Assassin. I'm not even gonna lie. She was funny as hell throughout that third round, but C3's third round was just was just epic for her. Like she called out everybody. Like she really showed why she is one of the most versatile female battlers there are. Like cause she showed you everything that she can do in that in that round right there. Aggression, bars, like everything. She just C3 is the total package. Like, she even does, I think she does poetry. Like, she be doing poetry and shit like this. So, you know, she she got lines for days. So, it's hard to beat that when, when somebody can just really just can rap and just know lyrics. Right? It's really hard to beat somebody like that. Like, like Vixen the Assassin, she, she got the battle, she got the battling aspect down pack, but the bars just wasn't as to the level of C3s. So that's why I gave this battle to C3-3-0. Just slight edge in every round. Slightly edge in every round, in my opinion. That's just in my opinion, man. Just in my opinion. But overall, this event was just okay. Hopefully, they can come out with Kings and Kings versus Queens 3. That will end out the year because they're going to definitely need... they definitely going to need that in the worst way. Because I think that's their best event so far, Kings versus Queens. And I think they need to bring back bring another one back or bring back like a car like they had with uh when they when hustle was back like they need one of those type of cards where uh it wasn't uh lady luck on that car yeah they, yeah when they had lady luck up there like they need to bring that type of card back but other than that i'm saying it was just an okay event man like everybody's really waiting on summer madness for real you know what i'm saying like that's what everybody's anticipation is oh yeah 
NXT versus Real Brandon. That that went down actually first on Saturday. The um, I guess that's this is the semifinals. And I guess Real Name Brandon won. The judges chose Real Name Brandon. He's I guess he's gonna be battling MVP at Summer Madness. I don't know who MVP is, so don't ask me. <laughs> I know who Real Brand who Real Name Brandon is. Like he's a aggressive battler. Like I see why like Geechee likes him. He's on the Geechee Gotti in there. So I understand why they like him. But um yeah, I don't got much to say about that battle. Even though I saw like the second half of that battle, I don't really got much to say about it for real. <sighs> but um that's really gonna be it for me, folks. Um anything else? Oh yeah, A War versus Rosenberg Raw dropped over the weekend. But I don't think anybody cares. Cause that battle was just so lackluster. It's not even funny. And um, A-Ward, you're not the best Christian battler anymore. Or Street Hymns. Well, I said Street Hymns was the best out of the uh, four horsemen. But A-Ward is like the most popular. You know what I'm saying? But Prestavia, she's on her way, man. Like, I, I really like her a lot. I really do like her a lot. Like I said, they need, we need to see more of her. I feel like she, everybody will rock with her, bro. If you put her like on a bigger card. I think everybody will rock with her. Like she's not your she's not your average Christian battler. That's the thing. Like she don't look all you no know, cookie cutter up. You know what I'm saying? Like she looked like she's from the hood, bro. Like unlike Saga Loso and uh and um Award. Like you, they don't look like they from the hood at all. They look like they never picked up a gun in their life. Prestavia, she like she picked up plenty straps, plenty Glocks, plenty Max, plenty Rugers. <laughs> and that's what she looks like, bro. Like she just got that gutter look. Like she, she, she is the battle rapper. Like she got the image of a battle rapper, bro. And she got that believability too. That's why when she talks about guns, you can, you'll believe her, bro. Cause she brings that believability to a Christian battler that they don't have. And she be saying nigga too, bro. Like I don't even think Saga them say nigga. I don't think Saga Loso, well, of course, Award is not going to say it, and I don't think Loso will say it. Saga definitely doesn't say it, or uh, Street, I don't think Street Him says it either. She's the only one that says nigga, bruh. <laughs> so I don't even think she's like, I don't think she's all the way Christian. I think she just calls herself a Christian. Like, she don't, I don't think she like put herself in like the Christian battler, I don't know, space, but everybody calls her a Christian battler, so I guess she's in that space. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's weird, man. It's weird. But anyways, man. Um, yeah, that's that's gonna do. That's gonna be it for me. That's gonna be it for me. Uh, catch me on Friday, Friday night fuss on IG live on the battle rap blogging IG page. Um, basically gonna just talk about everything that's battle rap on there, man. So catch me at eight p.m. and peace out. Oh, yeah, before I go, shout out to the Vicious Season Network once again, making 30, Steelers for 7 podcast, Vicious Season podcast. Don't forget to follow the game. Check us out on all the social medias. You already know, game. And we out. Like, I'ma talk my whole shit, nigga.
you grab a full clip I pull up, then I'm shooting, motherfucker getting rich Go ahead and get this money, all about them chips When you pull up with the venture, nation always getting rich He a shooter, he a shooter Just watch out, he maneuver All finger venom, blowing gases like we do it Bully season in them trenches, waiting on the movement Target on sight, bully trick busting through him He a shooter, he a shooter Just watch out, he maneuver Savage, I'm passing the test. And I got 
got a nigga, them facts hits from the rap sheets. We pack heat, six shacks, fees in the flash speed. What pack need them touchdowns at the end zone with my stick and yo, bitch, fuck a friend zone. All my hitters, they fade niggas, cause we in the zone, bitch, I'm covered too. Chopper hit you, make you hover too. Lethal weapon, fit a movie clip, make you glover too. No reload, nigga, no buffer too. Millie rock with the gun in hand, make him dance, he a running man. Stomach shots, make him chuckle, chuckle like he funny, damn. Vicious, bitch, shit. shooter, he a shooter. I just watch how he maneuver. Shooter, he a shooter. Because I just know where to go. I just don't know where to go.